Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads. Today's guest is Allison Maslin. Allison Maslin is a serial entrepreneur and she has created and successfully run 10 different companies, including cultivating a 20-year practice as a holistic physician. Her company, Halison Maslin International, offers Pinnacle Global, a three-tier business coaching program that teaches entrepreneurs how to accelerate their growth, capitalize on their success, and balance it all with a meaningful life. We are going to be talking about all that balance as well as building the power team today. Welcome to the show, Allison. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Pleasure's mine, and, and it's, it's truly an honor. Thank you for waking up early. I know you're, you're on the West Coast, but how does one actually get to that balance? I'm very, very curious. How did you get to your balance? To the balance, I believe, truly comes from really uh, living on point, meaning really li- stepping into your purpose. And that might sound simplistic, mm. But I believe it takes a lot of courage to step into your purpose, you know, especially as a business owner, because you'll you'll always have so many people around you telling you what you should do or what society says you should do or your family says you should do. So it's really about stepping up into the gifts that we're born to express. And uh, then you're in alignment. You know, you're, then you're congru- gr- congruent. Doesn't mean that you don't have some challenges. That's life. Yeah. Uh, but that's really, to me, what fuels me the most. So then, Allison, when did it all get started for you? Because I was reading your bio. You said you successfully ran 10 different companies. You've maintained your practice. And I'm so curious as to what young Allison was like and how she was looking at her future and what she did to jump into those different directions that you ended up jumping into. Well, you know, I was never one of those people that really knew what they wanted to do. I mean, a lot of people, 
you know, have that experience. They're 10 years old and they want to be a doctor. Uh, but I did know that I wanted to do my own thing. I was always very independent. And my father was a, an entrepreneur. I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. And uh, to be quite honest, I couldn't hold a job. I, <laughs> I, I was kind of stubborn. And I think two weeks was the longest job that I held. I got very bored easily. And so when I was 19, I started my first business when I was in college and I was doing personalized poems. I was a poet. Um, I love poetry and I was doing them for gifts and, and, uh, birthdays, anniversaries, and they were a huge hit and people were paying me like 25 bucks. And I thought, wow, you know, there's some to this entrepreneurial <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I fell many times. I had, you know, lots of doors slammed in my face. Uh, but I just kept moving forward and people would ask me, you know, can you do brochures? Do you do uh, greeting cards? Do you do radio? Do you do television? Do you do public relations? And I would hear my dad's voice in my ear and he would say, if someone asks you to do something and you don't know how to do it and it seems like it's worthwhile, just say yes and figure it out. And that's really kind of how it all started. And so by the time I was 25, I had my first real business, which was a full service advertising and PR firm. Hmm. And the things that you're, first of all, you're classically unemployable as we like to say in the entrepreneurship world which is which is yeah. good which is a good thing for you to be very self-aware about it at you know at 17 so you have that attitude that your dad says you know someone asks you to do something say yes and then figure it out how did you figure out what your passion was as people were asking you to do all these things well how did you find that connecting thread well, I really didn't know. I, you know, early on it was, hey, I'm good at this. You know, I realized that I had a talent for marketing and I, but I did, I, and I thought it was about making money. And what happened with that first business is that I did make a lot of money. It was successful. I had big clients like Ben and Jerry's and Supercuts and, and all of this. But uh, I ended up, crashing and burning in that business because it on a deeper level was not filling me up. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was missing more of a connection, more of a purpose. And I felt like at that time it was really all about the success of my last campaign. Mm. Right. And I didn't know how to attach the meaning to it back then. And I ended up having a terrible car accident that was a major wake-up call for me. And uh, I, I was pretty miserable at that point. And so I ended up walking away from everything, uh, walking away from the business. I was in a very difficult marriage that I ended up leaving. And it was, it was actually kind of a, a very freeing time for me where I had no money, no idea what I wanted to do, uh, but there was peace in my heart knowing that I would, from that point on, only engage in things that I was 100% passionate about. 
So, so, sorry, sorry, continue, go ahead. I, I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that that near-death experience as a wake-up call is, is something that we both share. And I, I love that you decided to just make that decision ahead of time. But I didn't mean to cut you off there. That's all right. It truly was in that moment when I realized I survived, because I shouldn't have, mm. that it was such a gift and I thought, wow, you know, I can continue to stay in this chaotic, you know, stressed out place uh, or, you know, I can step out into the unknown and really find myself. And I took a year then. I took a year to, to figure it out. It wasn't something like, oh, I walked away from the accident and I knew what I wanted to do. Mm. I really did a lot of uh, personal growth work on myself. And that was really, I believe, a journey, a spiritual journey for me, uh, than to claim my passion and my purpose. All right. All right. Well, what would you say your passion and purpose is now? Well, you know, after building 10 companies, you learn a few things. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. You learn what works. You learn what doesn't work. And so now I get to pay it forward and help business owners uh, reach their goals much, much faster without the headache and the heartbreak. Um, but uh, and, and I and I love it, you know, instead of launching more companies, now I'm helping others uh, either, you know, launch a business or take their business to the next level. All right. All right. We're talking to Allison Maslin here. She's a business mentor and the author of Amazon number one bestseller, Blast Off, the surefire success plan to launch your dreams into reality. You just highlighted the fact that that is your true calling to help businesses launch their dreams to reality. I would love for you to share insight on in how to create that internal support team as you're especially launching a business. Well, you know, I think one of the challenges that entrepreneurs face is that they feel isolated and alone and they're trying to figure it out for themselves. Mm. And oftentimes we might feel like that the, the problem is that it's finances or, you know, a partner or something like that. But really it's more that people have a hard time asking for help. They feel that it's a sign of weakness, and I really feel that it's a sign of strength. And so to get a support system around you, you know, how would you know how to do it if you've never done it before? And even, you know, at the level that I'm at, being in business over 35 years, I have a coach. I'm in a mastermind because you're always going to want to get to the next level in your life. And you want to surround yourself with people that walk their talk, that have done it before, so that they can make the road easier for you. So your success team would be your coach. It would be an accountant. It would be a business attorney. It would be other entrepreneurs that get you, that speak your language, that are positive and uplifting. Huh. I, this, is, this is fascinating to me just because I, I'm thinking about my business as I got started. And one of the things that I, I did as I was trying to find a support team was I needed that accountant. And I couldn't find the accountant for 
only say a year and a half, and what I was doing was finding people that I felt like were passionate about me, but it never worked out until I found someone that one had the same passion, but also could able was able to complement the skills that I didn't have. Would you say that an element of having a support team is someone that has that complement to you? They have to get your vision. Mm. They have to feel it because, um, you know, whether it's, you know, an administrative assistant that's supporting you, because there's a point where you're, you know, you're going to max out and you really have to start delegating. And this is one of the areas that business owners struggle with because we're perfectionists and we're control freaks and we're afraid to let others do things for us, you know. And uh, you have to be able to do that. But yes, you want to get everyone on your team needs to be invested in that vision because eventually they're going to be fueling it for you and you're going to be elevating to the role of the CEO of the company. Yeah, yeah. Um, Allison, uh, Allison Maslin believes that building the power team for your business goals way beyond the necessity of hiring. It involves vision and intent to create an internal support structure made of people who really get your company and feel connected to your company in such a way that they're taking ownership of their piece as it is their own business. That's exactly what she just talked about. You're the entrepreneur and your team members are the intrapreneurs. So if you're keeping a team on track, you know, when you notice that someone on the team isn't producing work at the level that you believe they're capable of, how, what are the best ways to create those performance, you know, indicators, like KPIs to say? So just, you know, kind of getting on someone's back and saying, you know, you got to reach your goals and, you know, why aren't you performing uh, is going to, um, you know, that that's really not what's going to motivate someone. I believe that you've got to get to a deeper level to find out what's really going on with them. And, you know, I've been a homeopathic physician for for many years. I don't have my practice anymore. But one of the things about homeopathy is getting to the core, getting to the cause of someone's symptoms. And so what I do is sit down with my team member and, you know, what are you feeling? You know, uh, you know, I see that you're struggling here because if someone's not happy and they're not passionate or maybe there's something stressful going on at home that they're not dealing with very well, uh, then it's very hard for them to get inspired and be committed. And uh, oftentimes it's just about being compassionate and showing that you care and also reminding them their role in the bigger vision and how important a part that they that they play. Yeah, yeah. I think that reminder is so key and that's part of leadership, making sure you have that pulse of your team, but also being able to say, hey, look, this is how you play a role in the bigger picture. And if I can help you get there, let me help you. But if it's not working, we need to talk about that. So uh, I think that, I think that's good. Another thing, though, is also about you talk about is, is eliminating the disconnect. You know, you empower your team to be aware and involved in understanding what you do day to day. But sometimes there are tasks that could be undertaken by other team members from time to time. How do you approach those team members and say, hey, can you do this? Uh, because this is not my skill set. Yes. 
I did that this morning already. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, the key is to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Mm. And uh, Mm. uh, I I don't know which CEO said it, but um, I'm not sure exactly. But they, they said the goal of the CEO is to be the dumbest person in the room. And that's really true. Because if you have experts that are, you know, on top of or in charge of the the important areas of your business, for instance, and this is really once you grow, but someone in charge of revenue streams, someone in charge of uh, driving traffic to those revenue streams, someone in charge of sales, closing sales, and then the other would be operations, which is team and finance and systems. Uh, if you can get some power players in those roles that can get behind your vision and you're all working together, uh, you know, then you're going to be on fire. But you have to be willing to to uh, to delegate and let go of some things. And uh, I I've become a master delegator because my time is so limited and the value of your time uh, is going to be more valuable than a dollar. So you're trying if you're trying to do it all because you're trying to save money, you're actually losing money. And this is what we help our business owners to see and then you know they begin to build a team around them and their revenue just shoots way up. I mean I had one of our clients, uh, had been in business for 10 years. She has a, um, they build these massive refrigerators that go into like grocery stores and so forth. And, uh, because they were trying to hold on to everything and save money, they were making about $300,000 in their business after 10 years. And now just two years later, they're making $5 million. Wow. So that's what happens when you, you know, you begin to let go and let others step up and take, you know, and take the. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Lead. It's yeah, yeah. It's the idea that you're you're actually becoming stronger by strengthening your team, and that, and for me, and I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs, it's we often wrestle with the idea of well, no one's going to do better than us. It's so personal. This is an extension of our personal brand. How are they going to get the voice and the tone of that? And and that's something that some people have a hard time getting over, just because it's it's tough for you to believe that someone else will be as passionate one. And as detail-oriented as you are about something that pertains to your brand or an extension of your brand. Definitely. And that that's a big one that holds people back. And I've been there, you know. I've had people had to, like, pry things away from me. Like, Allison, you don't have to do this anymore. And it is because we care. 
and we're very conscientious about the work that we do. But then it's ego. It's kind of ego getting in the way to think that yeah. it has to be us because really our clients just want their questions answered and have the support. And I have a team of coaches now. We have six coaches and they are brilliant. They've been very successful in business themselves. And so, you know, we have clients all over the country and they love their coach. You know, it doesn't have to be me although the content the ideas the vision all of that comes from me yeah 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 and if even if that comes from you how do you now keep the team motivated uh i know you talk about keeping the team and helping them stay motivated and it goes beyond it's just giving them a raise but yeah. what are the the things to truly keep that energy up throughout the company from the top to the bottom from the bottom to the top so we meet every single week, myself and my coaching team, for two hours. And we've been doing that the last couple of years, you know, as our team has grown. And we don't miss a week. I schedule my travel around it. And, um, and then I have a head coach as well, uh, you know, that, that helps to um, deal with any issues that are going on. But we're so aligned and they're so supportive of one another. And I truly believe it's because we've invested the time and the energy to create this caring, supportive, committed structure and vision. And, you know, business owners are so busy that they forget to take the time. Uh, you know, they always put that last you know, I'll fit the meeting in when I have a moment. And that's a big mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that check-in, I, so I consult a lot of companies and I was talking to just a recent guest actually and he, what he does is he basically has his, his clients, his CEOs, he deals with executives, say hi to people in their office every day. And, that, and he says that forces them to interact, but also a lot of times the mindset is that they feel like they have to get to the meeting and that's more important than saying hi or finding out what's going on. But some of his clients that have done that have seen an immediate change in the company culture because they've realized that they've softened that wall or that invisible wall that they didn't realize was there between them and their actual employees. So I think I think it's, it's interesting when you say having those meetings and, and making sure there's that level of connection throughout the workplace because you just never know what you take for granted and you never know how you reaching out to to maybe a subordinate could impact their day and improve your retention. Well, on on my way to work today is one of my coaches birthday and she's been with me for 5 years. I mean, I could send her a text, I could do a Facebook post, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to call her. Yeah. And yeah. Tell her how much she means to me. And how excited I am for her that it's her birthday. I mean, those little things may go a long way. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. And uh, let's let's go back to your 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 near death experience. I, I the reason why that was very pivotal for for me to hear was I also had a, a near death experience with my with a car accident, and that was the official wake up call that pushed me to move to New York City from Virginia. And for me, it was coming face to face with my mortality and realizing that the only question I asked myself then as a 22 year old was, I haven't done anything I said I was going to do. And when you, you're staring at your, at your death face to face, you're asking yourself, did you 
live a life worth remembering? And once my answer to that was no, I, I became obsessed uh, and committed, rather, uh, to, to the idea that I would never settle again. And I will continuously head into that direction of what my passion is. Now, I'm asking, I'm, I set up that premise to ask you this. How can people avoid having such a drastic wake-up call, <laughs> but make sure that they instill that mindset in themselves so that they don't settle and they don't end up being you know, 60, 65 and wondering where did their 60 years go? Right. Uh, I actually really appreciate um, that it happened looking back now. I mean, would, ever, would anyone want to have a car accident? Absolutely not. But for me, I kind of needed that big jolt uh, to, to wake me up because I really had a lot of fear. I mean, that's really what it came down to. I had a lot of fear of walking away from something that was tried and true that I was good at to stepping into, uh, you know, what I was meant to do. And I think the biggest thing that it comes down to, Teo, is self-worth, is that you really have to work on your self-esteem at the deepest level to know that you were born with gifts, and if you don't share those gifts, It's truly being selfish because there's people out there that need that, you know, and I believe that being a business owner is um, such a profound way to change the world. I mean, think about all of the things that really move us forward. It's those inventions. It's those solutions to solve the problems that we have in the world, you know, whether it's hunger, you know, whether it's disease. Uh, you know, environmental issues. I mean, these are from entrepreneurs and you've got those things. We have those things inside of us. And, uh, you know, it would be a very sad thing to the individual and to, you know, the world at large for you not to step into that space. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in your in your world, you deal with your coach. You deal with many business uh, business owners from different parts of the of the United States. The number one thing that they hate, and number one thing that they um, deal with, what would you say that is? I would say at every level, whether you're just starting out or you you know you have an eight figure business, right? You're multi millions. It's fear. Uh. Now, the fears are different depending when you're starting out. It's fear of survival. I've got to make enough to pay my rent. I've got to be able to, you know, just uh, am I going to hire someone? Can I make my payroll? And then as you, uh, you know, I say new level, new devil. So then as you grow and you start building something, uh, then it is, can I keep this going? Is it going to fall apart? Can I manage all of the pieces? And what it comes down to is really just having faith in yourself. You know, I've had the most, the craziest things happen to me. Uh, I've happened, I've had lots of failures. I've had a lot of things fall in my face. I've had rejection. I've had every possible thing happen in my business. Um, And Sometimes you would look at it and go, 
man, how did she get through that? Mm. And really what it came down to was me just stopping and being very present, getting connected to myself and saying, I'm meant to be here. I deserve to be here and just to continue to walk forward. And when I do that and I have the support team around me, um, the answers come, the support comes, the money comes, the solution comes. But what happens is in those moments, a lot of people retreat. They run back. They get they go back to safety, to the safe job or to the relationship that's not working or or whatever. Right. Yeah. And um, and they don't allow themselves to face that fear and walk through it. Have the courage to be yourself is what she's saying, ladies and gentlemen. Have the courage to be yourself. Uh, let's talk about your book. Let's talk about your book. The Amazon number one bestseller, Blast Off. And that's congrats on that. Congrats on getting that one, number one. The Surefire Success Plan to Launch Your Dreams into Reality. What can people expect when they read your book? So that book I put my heart and soul into. Uh, I was not sure what was going to happen once I, I put everything down on paper and it was it was uh, a very um, it was a, a powerful experience for me to write that book because I I basically took all these years of my journey and uh, and expressed that on the page and I didn't really realize how much I knew so it, <laughs> it was a uh, it was a great experience to go through I'm very proud of that book every chapter helps the reader to get completely clear on the direction that they need to go. And that means in their health, in their spiritual life, in their business, uh, in, their, uh, in their fun, uh, in their wealth. And uh, it's actually a step-by-step plan to be able to create that big picture in all areas of your life and then reverse engineer it step-by-step to make it happen in a very easy, simple, and I believe fun way. Yeah, yeah. People can get it on Amazon and then bookstores anywhere, right? Yes, they can. Huh. Yeah. It's it's so cathartic when you think about writing and and just having things spew out of you in some way where you just like, wow, that happened to me and this is how it connects. I think it was Steve Jobs that says it's easier to connect the dots looking back. And you never know as you're going through some of those things in the the present that it's playing a bigger picture if you're actually following your path. But it's interesting when you look back and you start to see patterns and you say to yourself, wow, it was always there. It was always there. Yes. You know, I when when I started doing the work that I do and consulting business owners, uh, you know, I. People, when people began to ask me, you know, Allison, how do you do it? I didn't really know how I did it. I mean, think about the things that you do all the time. I mean, it's unconscious. You just do it. Yeah. So it forced me to really think about how do I do it? What are the steps that I take? What are the systems that I put in place? And it actually helped me become a better business owner to yeah. become, you know, have that awareness. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I absolutely love your energy. And I've, I've been basically reading a lot of your interviews and looking about what you're saying. And you, you say, people often ask you, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And you would say something, you know, you say you see yourself doing exactly the same thing you're doing right now. And 
the way that you feel is that you can make the biggest impact by creating new businesses for your for yourself and for others. And I think that's an important thing that you said because if someone's asking you where you see yourself in the next five years and you feel like you are doing something to that effect, that speaks to the level of confidence um, in your ability that you do what you do, but also to the level of, of passion and, and mission that you feel like you've you've created in your in your life, where you feel like you're already there and you're only going to exponentially grow yeah. with that. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a great feeling to wake up every day and just be excited about your day. I mean, what more would we want from our <laughs> life? And then to be, you know, the re- I feel so re- it's so rewarding to have people, you know, to reach their dreams. I, I don't know. I don't know anything better. I, I truly am grateful and feel very blessed. And I hope, I hope, you know, if I could just inspire one person to take that leap, you know, from talking to you and, and, and doing this interview today, um, I mean, that would just thrill me. All right. All right. Well, you know, I would love to talk to you for hours, but I know we do have to let you go soon. So maybe two key words to a listener. The listener is mainly millennials from different parts of the world. This is heard in 150 countries. So the people in their 20s and early 30s who are thinking of starting a business and maybe have let that fear cripple them for, for a while. What is your word to them? Uh, well, it's a, it's a little more than one word, but it's a powerful statement. Okay, what's the statement? Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it is this. You put your head towards that dream and you walk towards it every single day and you don't let anyone tell you it can't be done. Yeah. 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 Very simple. Impossible literally says I am possible. So don't think that you can't do what you say you do unless you will believe that and then it'll become true. So I love that message. Allison, the mission statement of this podcast is use your difference to make a difference. That is my mission. That is what I try to do every day. And I like to ask my guests the same question. How are you using your difference to make a difference? Well, my difference is that I'm a little quirky and I'm, uh, I'm willing to step out uh, from the norm. And, uh, I don't think there is any set way that you need to create your life or create your business. And so if I can help others find that individuality and put that into the marketplace, um, you know, that's what it's all about. Allison using her quirkiness to Spark individuality in the entrepreneurs that she works with. I love it. I love it. Where can we find you online and how can people reach out to you? Uh, you can go to my website, which is alisonmaslin.com. And then I also have a free gift, which is a um, five-part video training to help you create your own business blueprint. And that's just alisonmaslin.com forward slash CEO. AllisonMazlin.com forward slash CEO. Make sure I put that in the show notes. Thank you so much for spending the time with us. I know it's a beautiful day out there in the West. So I hope that you take full advantage of that. But it's been a true pleasure to, to hear your story and to, to hear about how you got out of your own way to become the person that you are today. 
I'm so honored to have, have had this interview and connect with you. Thank you so much. Pleasure's mine. Ladies and gentlemen, until next week, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.